I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 144 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, we are capping off a very exciting week with a demolition double-cap crimping frogman. Former Navy SEAL Ryan Bates will be here with me in just a minute. He has a child with the lovely Diana Dahlgren. He's a lot of fun to talk with, so please stick around for the interview. And speaking of frogmen, former guest on the podcast here, Mike Ritland, is just crushing the charts with his podcast, Mike Drop. He did an interview with Laura Logan, and it was trending at number one on Twitter. He did such an amazing job with the interview. If you heard Mike here on episode 95 of First Class Fatherhood, you know that Ritland tells it just like it is. So big props to him on his success. It is very well deserved. I have locked it in with a couple of awesome dads who will be joining me here soon. Former NFL punter who won a Super Bowl with the New York Giants, Steve Weatherford. And former Marine turned New York police officer turned actor J.W. Cortez will be featured on an upcoming episode as well. So please subscribe to the podcast. You're not going to want to miss out on those. Next week, Stan Efforting, Steve Babcock, and Trevor Chapman will all be here. So many dads are agreeing to come on the show here. And so many of you guys are reaching out asking to be guests on the show. Uh, I'm going to try to get a fan appreciation week going here soon. I am a one-man band here. I do try to reply to each and every one of your emails and your direct messages. I appreciate all of them, and I cannot say thank you enough for all of your support. We are moving at a rapid pace here, and the best is yet to come. Today is my 14th wedding anniversary, so I would like to say happy anniversary to my beautiful wife. Uh, We have had the toughest year of our marriage by far, and we are so much stronger now than we've ever been. I met Jess while I was waiting for my refrigerator to be delivered as I sat on the stoop in front of my apartment building in Bayonne. Uh, She came around the corner. We started talking. Five months later, we were in Las Vegas getting married, and now... 14 years and four children later, we have grown so close together. I am very grateful to have her in my life, and my children are very blessed to have her as a mom. All right, so it is a very special day for me. I'll throw a wedding picture up there on Instagram, so follow me over there at Alec underscore Lace. And if you guys can, I would really appreciate it if you could hit me with a rating or a review. It really goes a long way to help me make this the best podcast possible. Let's keep this celebration of fatherhood rolling along. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I am going to jump right into the action now with former Navy SEAL Ryan Bates. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and joining me now is a First Class Father. He is a combat veteran who served with the elite U.S. Navy SEAL teams. He is a warrior and a hero. It is a great honor for me to say, Ryan Bates, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. How's it going? Okay. How many kids do you have and how old are they? So I have only one kid, two years old. Just turned two in uh, January 9th. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's freaking awesome. You know, I waited until I was a little bit older until I had a baby. Awesome. Ryan, please take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Well, I was, uh, I was in the military from uh, 1999 to 
and uh, it was a Navy SEAL, SEAL Team 1, trade it, stuff like that. And then I uh, did my last deployment to Afghanistan, uh, the sniper there. And then uh, me and a bunch of people got out and we started doing anti-piracy through uh, Somalia uh, for about three years. Um, made a bunch of good money doing that, pretty much didn't come back to America. And then uh, saved up a bunch of money and then built two bar and restaurants, sold those. And now I just protect uh, a, a wealthy man out of Las Vegas. So, um, kind of, uh, it seems like every three years moving to another, uh, another awesome chapter. But yeah, the, uh, I met my wife, uh, my last, one of the last trips I went to on the small pirate thing. And, um, and we've been together for about six years and then got married about two and a half years ago. And, uh, literally like three weeks after, uh, we got married, boom, she's pregnant. So it was quick, quick and fast into, uh, family life. Yeah, that's very cool. You've had so many experiences in your life being all over the world. How did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Oh, man, it changed it huge. You know, it's funny. It's like I always say, I don't know if I could have been, I would have gone into the SEAL teams or done any of the crazy stuff I did prior to having a um, son now that I have a son. Just, you know, they're like sponges. So the more you're around them, the more they soak up who you are. And, uh, you know, in the team life and contracting life are gone so much, you know, it's, kind of a, a mother-raised uh, mother raised kid, but I'm fortunate enough to kind of have that chapter done in my life and then uh, be around for my son every day. So it's, uh, and I, I work right now two weeks on, two weeks off, uh, which is perfect. You know, he doesn't see me for two weeks, but then he gets all of me for the next two weeks. So, and then uh, my wife, she announces for ESPN and, and a couple other things. So usually she kind of plans most of her trips on the second ha- half when I'm off. And uh, I just put uh, my son Hunter in my backpack, and uh, and we cruise and watch Mom announce, and uh, and just travel and nanny. <laughs> awesome. Did you guys have any kind of gender reveal party, or did you wait until the end to find out? No, we we went we went, and uh, I'm all I'm all about proper planning. So uh, we did the uh, the blood test thing, like literally like two weeks after she we knew she was pregnant, and then I you know start planning for the boy coming in. So we knew right away. Okay, very cool. Now, listen, I, I've had a bunch of SEALs on the podcast here, and it seems like the majority of them have girls. Uh, you've got the boy right out of the gate, so do you kind of uh, break some of their chops over that? Yeah, my, you know what's funny is uh, my whole family, the basic side, all they have is boys nonstop. So I was, uh, I, my, uh, my freaking genes must have been strong enough to overcome the SEAL, uh, uh, <laughs> SEAL, SEAL stigma. awesome i've seen you on instagram sporting that kangaroo carrier thing uh do you feel secure with the kid in that because uh, i've been tempted with all four of my kids to use it but i could never really trust it enough are are you cautious when he's in it no i I liked it so the front carry i did that for a while now i have a back carry an osprey that i carry and i throw him in the back there because literally we we're freaking on the go i think he's been on like 36 plane flights in two years now so he's uh He's moving and scooting with me, so I throw him in my backpack now. It's, yeah, Osprey makes an awesome one, and uh, throw a binky in his mouth, and we just start cruising. Damn, he's racking up the uh, frequent flyer miles there. <laughs> yeah, you know it's cool because like it makes him kind of a worldly baby. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, they need structure, stay at home. I, I like taking him out there, throwing him in the mix. He meets so many people all the time. You know, he's uh, he's kind of like ahead of his years, it seems like already. You know, too. So. He's, he's cool with anyone, doesn't really cry um, when people, other people are around him and stuff like that, so it's, it's badass. And the most, most of the uh, things that my wife goes to, you know, there's, uh, she works a lot for Monster Energy, 
<clears throat> and the Monster Energy girls are always around too, so he's digging that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you um do you use one of those strollers to run with the kids? The ones that they make there for the joggers. Do you put them in that and run? You know, I I freaking I run with them at that backpack on my back like a rucksack run. Um, <laughs> I do. We do like uh, you know now he's he's getting good. So I, I'll do maybe like a four mile run with him on the on my back, and then uh, and I put him down and maybe the last mile and a half he'll he'll run himself. So. Uh, He's uh he's a pretty he's a stud man he's he's a jacked little baby. My wife was a uh, a three time uh, top three in the world Miss Olympia for uh, bikini model, so she's got good genes and pretty ripped up, and I'm pretty good shape. So the kid's a, a little beast, man. <laughs> he sounds like a little Hercules already. This guy uh, has he discovered technology at all yet, Ryan? Is he swiping screens already and all that? Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's got his little movies that he watches, and then uh, if I ever call, he can answer the phone and FaceTime me. So isn't that crazy? Like, I mean, you know, me, me at two years old, I guarantee you it wasn't like that. The kids, you know, the way I grew up, the way my dad grew up is not that much different, you know. But the way my son's going to grow up to the way I grow up, grew up, it's going to be a whole world of difference, you know. So it's, uh, it's kind of a, a compounding, quick uh, moving world these days. And kids are catching up pretty quick. It is amazing to have access to some of this stuff. I use that FaceTime thing myself when I'm working at nights or two days in a row. It's just really incredible. Yeah, it's awesome because you stay relevant in his life every day. You know, vice back in the day when it was just, you know, maybe you get a phone call here and there and maybe you could send a letter, that kind of thing, you know. So it's I'm, I'm pretty uh, grateful about that stuff. But, you know, me and my wife, we're pretty uh, hardcore about, um, you know, making him an active kid. Like most kids, I feel like these days stay inside and play with shit, but we get him outside and moving and grooving constantly. So he's uh, – he's, um, you know, get him into hiking and hunting at a young age, that kind of stuff. So, so no, not too much iPad, not too much uh, phone when he as he grows. Yeah, that's one thing that's definitely different now is that organized sports are a lot more popular. When I was a kid, it was really just primarily Little League and Pop Warner, but uh, we played a ton of street ball where we made the rules and handled all the disputes without parents or coaches or refs. Uh, are you going to get him involved in organized sports? I know that many kids, I mean, my own kids started playing soccer as young as four years old. You know, it's funny is I, I started wrestling at four or five years old. My dad got me into that. And, and wrestling was such a uh, a big sport that toughened me up through the years. And I think one of the main reasons I crushed, you know, buds and becoming a seal is because of that. You know, uh, um, it's just a it's a sport that uh, that kind of puts you on. You can't hide behind a team. You've got to kind of battle the guy in front of you. And so I'm gonna, I've already started wrestling with my boy now. I'll come in. I'll be like, wrestle. He'll tie up with me. And we'll throw him around a little bit. But uh, – I'll get him into that as soon as he can, as soon as he's, uh, as soon as he's four years old. All right. Now, has any of your uh, Navy SEAL training helped you with any of these sleepless nights, or has he been good for you so far? Oh, no. He's, he's pretty good. But, uh, but, yeah, in the beginning, boy, it was a, it was a rough one. You know, because I worked, what I did is I worked about three months straight in, uh, in doing my protection stuff, so I got three months off, and the guys covered me. for the. So I got the first three months he was born to just hang at home and uh, help my wife, which uh, – you know, we always live in places where we don't have family around, so it's, we're kind of a self, self-sufficient on our own. So I was able to – I took the night. So she would, she would go in, uh, up to 10 o'clock. I would take 10 o'clock to 8 o'clock in the morning through the night, and then uh, – so that way she would just pump milk, and then uh, I would wake up every couple hours and feed them. But, uh, but yeah, it was, definitely, it was definitely a little bit of a hell week uh, or hell month, <laughs> I would say. For sure, uh, when he per- first got it going. But I, you know what? I love it. You know, it's it's a. Uh, I always think that, you know, kind of growing up, or when I was uh, 
and the Chiefs, I never thought I'd get married and really have a kid. You know, I thought uh, I'd just keep uh, living this war style life. But then I kind of figured out, you know, your kid is uh, is really the only thing you'll leave behind that'll pick up on your uh, attributes. And, you know, so everything you've learned in your life, all the lessons that you've, uh, you know, that you've fucked up on and made you or whatever and uh, did well and stuff, you're going to pass on to that kid. And, he, he, and he's the only one that's going to carry it on in your life. So, um, so not having a kid is kind of you're just going to live and die. Nobody will remember your name, you know. <laughs> so that's kind of the way I look at it, you know, is uh, – is he's going to pick up where I left off and take take the name a little bit further. It's time to get a quick word from our sponsors and back with more from Ryan Bates. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Seat Geek. Taking your kids to the ball game is one of the greatest experiences in all of fatherhood. And now, First Class Fatherhood has partnered with Seat Geek, and you could save $20 off your next ticket purchase by using the promo code first class that's one word first class maybe you want to go to a broadway show a concert seat geek has the best prices for a wide variety of events it's a slam dunk deal dads get over to www.seatgeek.com and use the promo code first class to get twenty dollars off your next ticket purchase seatgeek.com nfw watches First Class Fatherhood has proudly partnered with NFW Watch Company, and now you could take advantage with this exclusive offer. NFW Watch Company was founded on making badass watches that help people, mostly veterans. Get over to nfwonline.com, and listeners can save 15% off their entire order, plus get free domestic shipping by entering the promo code FATHER at the checkout. NFW Watch is made by a badass with a big heart nfwonline.com and use the promo code FATHER. What was it like, Ryan, serving in the teams as a single guy or just not having any kids and then also serving with guys who were parents? Was there any kind of separation? Did those guys like stick together more and did you guys that didn't have kids say, hey, uh, we'll go and take this one because, uh, you know, we don't have any kids or anything like that? No, you know, it's it's not like that. You're all about your team. You're, you know, your buddies. So, you know, the guys that had kids, they just didn't get to see their kids that much, you know. So, um, you know, even when you're home, you got you to gotta hang with the boys, you know, and have that uh, brotherhood, the camaraderie. And really, when you're, on, when, you're, when you're a teens or you're contract, you're gone eight. Even if you're in the States, you're still gone eight to ten months out of the year, you know. You're, you're training in different spots. So, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, SEAL, uh, SEAL wives are, you know, pretty strong women because they pretty much got to hold down the fort and raise the kids on their own. And, uh, and that's why I'm just fortunate I didn't, I didn't have kids during that time just because, uh, I want my, I want my son to be like me. And if, if I'm never around, he doesn't even know what to, uh, you know, what to be like kind of thing. So I don't know. I, having a father in your life every day is, I think, definitely key for bringing up a good kid. Yeah, Ryan, that's a great point, and it's definitely one of the biggest problems, in my opinion, that we're facing in this country, in our society, is the fatherless problem. The statistics are overwhelming. Not that kids that grow up with only a mom can't find success. Many of them do. Uh, But the far majority of kids who are growing up without a father figure, they're having devastating results. And I think if we could just get back to celebrating fatherhood and family values and supporting our family units, I think most of these problems that we're seeing in our country, in our society, would start to go away. Yeah, and, you know, I, I also think, like, in, in you know, uh, raising a kid so he's not a little, you know, a little stupid head or whatever, you know, being around every day, they just naturally become good kids, you know, with a mom and, and dad and seeing how you treat your wife. I mean, all that stuff matters. I mean, I never, I never really realized how much of a sponge they are 
but you're, this is a good story. So, like, I'll, I'll come down every morning, you know, and uh, my wife will be down there. I'll go and I'll slap her on the butt and give her a kiss, you know. <laughs> my son will get out of bed, walk downstairs, stretch a little bit, go smack mom on the butt. And I was like, no, no, man. <laughs> I was like, dang it. But, yeah, they copy and emulate everything you do. So if you're a good person and, you you know, you treat your wife good and you work hard, I mean, they're going to be the same things too, too, you know. And if you're not there, then they, they'll pick up on whoever's around, you know. So um, I truly believe that. So, it's you know, your kid's your number one investment in life, you know, so. Well said. Yeah. And that usually happens at the worst opportune time. Your kid will uh, mimic something that you did and, and then there's nowhere to hide. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, the newest thing, you know, we, me and my wife, we work hard. Uh, you know, she's, uh, she's got a, she's got a company on her own and we work and, you know, we'll have, we'll shoot up a little cuss word here and there. And he's at that age where he starts picking it up. So we, we have to keep each other honest in that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of the hardest uh, transitions for me. I'm a railroader myself, and to switch that language on and off, it's very difficult. I'm sure it was the same for you in the Navy. <laughs> Mouth of a sailor, for sure. <laughs> are you guys uh, working on number two now, or are you one and done? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Always practicing, man. I'm, we're always hitting for that number two. Right now, we it's kind of our push time where we uh, – um, you know, when when I had Hunter, we weren't stressed at all. You know, I had uh, two bar and restaurants, and they're crushing it. You know, worked a little bit. It was a little bit more relaxed. But now my wife, is, she has a company called Salty Honey that's uh, just freaking crushing it right now. Plus, she announces, and then I'm working, and uh, plus we're like, I think we're, we have, uh, we have uh, three uh, uh, quad flexes and then uh, a couple homes we're about ready to buy. So I think we're a little overly stressed. Right now, so it's uh, for some reason it's a little bit harder to get pregnant right now, but we're about ready to calm it down here and then really get, get to work. Okay, that's the fun part. Uh, now, I know that a lot of you guys in the teams catch a lot of backlash for being out of the shadows and into the public eye. As a civilian, I think that it's awesome that we have access to so many of your mindsets and your way of life. So many SEALs have come out with books. It's pretty hard to find one that I haven't read. Is that something that you're working on? Or are you considering coming out with a book of your own? No, I don't think I'll ever come up with a book. What I actually thought about doing, though, is making a little memoirs. Because, you know, we have, I have so many stories that, I, that I've done in my life. You know, we all do. But uh, I would like something to write something down and, like, keep it just for my son to show his son and so on and so on. You know, like, uh, this is what, you know, your grandpa did or this is what your dad did. So I think I'm going to – I've already started doing it, writing our little, my little stories down so I don't forget them, <laughs> and then uh, and you'll remember more and more and then kind of keep just a little memoirs for my, uh, for my son and his family to come. But, no, I will never publish anything. I don't, I don't really like, uh, um, you know, I, I don't really like making money off the trident, if that makes sense. You know, it's, uh, um, I'm not saying that the guys that do it, I don't judge them at all. It's just for me, my own kind of uh, factor, like, uh, you know, as soon as I got out, I made money contract, and, you know, I saved a shitload of money and then went right to, I built the bar from scratch, built it from the ground up, and it crushed it. And I built the next one and crushed it, too. And then I took all, sold it, took all that money and, and put them into a bunch of uh, um, rentals, pretty much. So I'm, I'm just a rent collector now. But I never, I never wanted to uh, use my experience through the teams to actually make um, make my fortune off. I like, I kind of take it as a challenge to, to not use it and go go off on my own and uh, and try to reinvent myself. 
Yeah, I can appreciate where you're coming from, Ryan, for sure. But the way I see it, I don't think you guys get enough money for wearing that Trident. And the money that you do get from it, I think, is very well deserved. Especially, you know, let's face it, we live in a country here where guys are getting paid $250 million to hit a baseball or throw a football. I think that's a little unbalanced. Uh, But I think it's so beneficial to our society uh, to listen to your guys' philosophies. I'm definitely delighted to see some of you guys getting involved in politics. Uh, I think we definitely need your voices in Washington for sure. What's his name out of Texas? Crush it. Oh, he's killing it. I love the fact that he's in there. <laughs> he's, he's, dude, he's so, I'm, I hope that guy gets to be president one day, man. He's, he's freaking, he was a new guy when I was on my second platoon. I, I kind of remember, I think I went out one time and uh, met him while we were drinking, but you know, you know, you know, a lot of times the new guys come in and you don't remember their names, but I remember him though. Yeah. Is politics something you would ever consider jumping into, Ryan? No, no, I'm going to, uh, you know, the, the guy protects or whatever, he's, uh, he uh, treats me like family. And uh, he, a lot of my, uh, a lot of what I've done in life as far as business, um, it's because of him. He kind of, he didn't give me any money, but he pointed me in the right direction and gave me a lot of mentoring. And uh, for me, all these wealthy people that I've met, these billionaires, the less stressed guys are always the guys that own uh, shitloads of uh, real estate. So, um, you know, it takes a little bit to get into it, you know, good bankroll, but it starts compounding on itself. So I'm going to just keep buying real estate and then, uh, you know, have a, have a kind of a nest egg for when my son gets older and then he can kind of pick up where I left off. And that's kind of what they all do, like the LaFrax, uh, the, the really wealthy guys that own half of, half of Brooklyn, freaking half of Manhattan, those guys, you know, it's like four or five generations of uh, people building on, on the foundation that their father left behind. So that's kind of what my plan is. You know, for that. So keep keep kind of more quiet and just build a little uh, empire for my family. Wow, yeah, that's phenomenal. Um, all right, last thing I want to hit you with here, Ryan, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. You're two years into this, so I'm curious to hear your thoughts. What type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? My main advice is treat that boy or girl like your, your lifetime investment. Um, everything that that you are, they will be if you choose to put your time and energy into it. So, uh, so look at it as your end-all, be-all investment and, um, and uh, treat it accordingly. Yeah, awesome. I love the advice. You are a first-class father all the way. This was a true honor for me. I got to say, Ryan Bates, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Sounds good, sir. Nice to talk to you. Okay, I'm back wrapping things up in just a second here. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Ryan Bates for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so awesome. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me the DM over on Instagram. Hit me on Facebook. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And then lock it in. Next week is going to be another awesome week packed full of content. Awesome dads are joining me here. We got the world's strongest power lifter, Stan Efforting. We got Gary V's right-hand man, Steve Babcock. And we got one of the greatest digital marketers that are in existence, Trevor Chapman. So don't miss out. And also got another new Frogman Friday for you. Find out who that will be. Stick with me over on Instagram. Got some more upcoming guest announcements to hit you with. I hope you guys have a great weekend out there and enjoy your kids. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.
truth and tales, as tall as the trees, and a soft feeling so.